reading for today is from Exodus chapter 16, beginning in verse 2. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we, saw, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, For you have brought us into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. And then on the sixth day, when they prepare... What they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in a cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you will have your fill of bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, quails came up and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine, flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is one of our sacred stories. Thanks be to God. The bread from heaven came up from the earth with the morning dew. It was simple and sweet. It was miracle and magic. It was practical and persistent, everyday faithful. It was mysteriously absent on the Sabbath day and maggot-filled should you try to hoard it. It was sustenance. It was answered prayer. It was God's response to their complaint. It was sacred meal. It was common bread. It was communal glue. It must be gathered. It could not be stored. Manna. In Hebrew, the word manna sounds like the phrase, what is it? Their miracle, their wonder bread, they named it, what is it? I wonder how many small daily graces appear at our feet and we do not recognize them. What is it we say to the gifts and we forget to thank them for arriving? 
We forget to identify their worth, call them heaven sent. Did the Israelites know their prayers were being answered, or were they waiting around for steak and potatoes with a glass of Chardonnay? I wonder, must a gift be flashy to be supernatural? Can something natural from nature also be from God? When was the last time you turned to thank the sun for shining, the moon for beaming, or the waves for splashing? When last did you press pause on complaint and receive with joy what has already been given? Even in the dry and desolate wilderness of your sorrow, has there not been bread every morning? a quail or its equivalent at night. Despite the aching loneliness, have you really been alone? The daily gifts do not obliterate one's need to grieve or to rage or to wail, but the daily gifts challenge any foregone conclusion that God has forgotten. God has not forgotten. You only have to look as far as the food at your feet or the friends at your table to know this haunting wilderness truth. There really is no end to God's mercy, even in your longest wanderings and in the face of your most ravenous hunger. There will always be meat for you, bread for you, flakes of hope for you to gather, gather, gather. Just don't expect it to last more than a day. Tomorrow you must gather again. But that is the nature of hope. Hope is small. Hope is fleeting. Hope is new every morning. If you try to stockpile enough hope to last you a while, it probably won't work. But if you look for just a daily dose, a daily dose only, you will not be disappointed. You will find what you need for today, and bread by bread you will find your way through the harshest of landscapes and the loneliest of terrains. You will come to know and to believe God is with you. God is with us, Emmanuel, bread of life, broken for you. What is it, this mystery, our daily bread, our daily Christ? I have so many questions, don't you? Maybe what is it is the perfect name. Just the right name for that which exceeds comprehension. Maybe instead of saying, please pass the bread and then devouring it, we ought to take the loaf in our two hands and stare at it for a while. What is it? Mere cooked dough or a gift from heaven? Mere meal or symbol of the resurrected Christ? Mere symbol or Christ's real presence? Mere spiritual food or tangible physical sustenance? Do we even know? Maybe the Israelites weren't being skeptical or ungrateful or suspicious when they picked up their dinner from the ground and said to each other, what is it? Maybe they knew better than to rush to conclusions by naming and identifying and labeling. Maybe by asking questions, they were remembering this was God's food and it did not belong to them to conquer and control with a definition of their own making. They did not take it for granted that they knew what was going on or what God was up to. Instead, they thought it best to ask and learn. Now, moments before, they were complaining, 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 so certain 
It would have been better to remain slaves in Egypt than to starve in the desert. But then this unrecognizable gift appears at their feet, and for just a moment they stop being know-it-alls, and they return to childlike wonder. What? Why? How? Wow! Do it again! Do it again! In light of God's manna and quail, such ordinary grace, I encourage you to revisit your life's blessings with a new curiosity and a child's bright inquisitiveness. Ask yourself, have I really paid attention? Then ask questions of your blessings. Say to them, what are you really? Why are you here? What have you been hoping to tell me about God? Do you have a message for me that I haven't yet heard? Are you my little bit of evidence that God is with me? Have I thanked you for showing up right when I needed you? Give us this day our daily bread. How many times have we prayed that prayer but not meant it at all? Give us a life supply of bread right now would be more true to the way we worry and fret. We are rarely satisfied with the gifts of today, at least I'm not. I need guarantees for tomorrow and next year and the next. It's not that our future planning is wrong necessarily, but it sure can shut out gratitude. And without gratitude, there really can't be joy. Give us this day our daily bread. Thank you, God, for yesterday's bread and yesterday's faithfulness. Thank you for today. Help me to slow down and see your daily gifts, whether or not I know how to name them. Give me this day to enjoy my bread. You know how often I overlook this day, thinking about other days behind and before me. But I want to know you, see you, touch you, taste you this day. It's the only day in which I can truly be alive. Help me to be with you as you are always with me. So often I'm not really here. I don't even taste the bread. My thoughts and feelings are elsewhere. I'm so distracted. I didn't notice you were here, oh God. So surprise me into paying attention again. Stop me in my tracks with wildflowers or with food, with a sunset or a child's hug. Just do something to make me remember you are good and you haven't left me even if I have left you. O giver of my daily bread, what is this love you have given me? Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. O manna provider, you know that I am a grumpy and gripey recipient of your gifts. But right now, in this moment, I choose to be awed. I choose wonder. I choose curiosity. 
I choose gratitude. For a moment, I will stop keeping record of all the times I think you got it wrong. That list is long. But today, I pull out the list of all that is beautiful and good, and I remember there is so much here, I could never possibly name it all. What is it you have done for us, O oh God? Is it more than we know? More than we realize? More than we've even begun to name? The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Today, I choose to gather your gifts into my basket. Notice them, savor them, say thank you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. God's steadfast love endures forever. You have given us this day our daily bread. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen.